0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Freedom International livestream. Thank you, first of all, for being with us before, now, and continuing. And whatever resonates to you, please do us a favor, also, and do the rest of the world a favor by sharing this episode okay and all of this will be this episode and the past ones will always be in BitChute, Rumble and many other platforms and just kind of follow the different names and of the podcasters here and on me we will Roy welcomes you from from the Awakening podcast Dr. Jane also welcomes you from Empowered Mind and HeartMutton Go Your Own Way And most also for me, the quantum nurse. And so you can just reach out to us, okay? And if there's any questions for in this episode and we couldn't respond to it, continue, we will respond to you even post the episode. And we will, if it's for Dr. Stella Emanuel, then we will forward it to her. So thank you everyone. And Dr. Stellam Emanuel, thank you so much. It's a, really a pleasure to have you. I've been wanting to invite you since 2020 because I know you were the first handful of doctors who stepped out. But sometimes, like you and a few others, they're, you're kind of difficult to find. Where's the contact number? I was searching and searching. And then I just let the source flow in me, and I said, maybe it's not time yet. But I know you were doing your work and the, all, all of us too were doing our work. okay? So thank you for that. And from I,
1: to be here.
0: yeah, and I still really imagine before you even had a viral a video that went viral, it was like I can imagine you still standing with all the other handful of doctors speaking up. And so I said, yeah, that's my doctor. So I'll just say a little bit about you furthermore and and then we please feel free to share whatever you need to share. So Dr. Stella Manuel is a Cameroonian American physician currently practicing in Houston but her foundation in her medicine goes back to Nigeria. And if I have to say deep other than the western medicine she has I'm sure a traditional medicine foundation, because just like me, I grew up in the Philippines, so you can't help but have the traditional indigenous medicine that you use while you're in your country. So she migrated here and really became further trained in, in, in pediatric medicine, where she got licensed and she continued to work in various settings, including the emergency medicine. And uh, so she has that foundation. So, but of course, just like others, they were like, um, claim that, okay, she's not telling the truth or what does she know? So those, so Dr. Stella Emanuel, how about you begin your sharing with us, tell us, about, bring me back to Cameroon. And first tell us how your people are right now.
1: Like every other place in the world, my country right now is in, in the brink of some kind of civil war, like uh, basically there is um that's one thing I keep telling people. I said the world is on fire every almost everywhere. Like in Cameroon right now, there's a civil war between the, the anglophones and the francophones, and um, people are scattered all over the place. If you go to Nigeria, they have war between the um, the herdsmen in the north and the and the south people, and you know and all these um what do they call them? And they have like the Fulani war between the North and South, you know, and the world is really on fire, you know, almost everywhere. There's some kind of craziness going on, apart from everything that we're dealing with with COVID and, and the unending pandemics that they are probably uh, having in works for us. I do believe that, you know, the world right now is really um, at a level that I will call it, the Concaro has been released. Uh, you also forgot to mention that I'm a minister of the gospel, you know, so I'm a Christian and a minister of the gospel. So we believe that the conqueror, which is Revelation 6, the seals are being opened and the conqueror has been released. And that conqueror basically just has the whole world in some kind of cage. Almost every part of the world. Some are dealing with famine and, you know, uh, Sri Lanka fell and we have um, we're sending money and food to, this, to the to the islands. And it's just it's it's not good almost everywhere right now, but I grew up in Cameroon when things were still peaceful and nice. I went to medical school in Nigeria. I, we did use, not traditional medicine, but we used hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, mefloquine. We used them for malaria. We take we, we used to call them Sunday, Sunday medicine, and we took them for prevention for malaria, uh, which is one thing I tell people now. I said, you know, I've never had COVID. I've never, no. Okay, let me not say I've never had COVID because I've never tested, but I've never been sick from COVID. I've been exposed to people coughing on me, throwing up on me and okay, sneezing, doing breathing treatments in the same room with me and my nieces jumping in the bed with me where they get sick. Basically, when people in my family get sick, they, they leave their houses and come stay with me. <laughs> you, know, if, you know, Then I, have to, I nurse them through the whole COVID. So I've never been sick. And the reason is that I have the mindset of a, of a Cameroonian or a West African, where if you get colds any kind of cold, any kind of sniffle, anything, you go and take malaria medicines and they they are over the counter. I also have that mindset of there's no such thing as a normal cold. There's no such thing as just a fever, you get a cough of cold, you take malaria medicine first, before you start wondering whether it's typhoid or something else, if malaria doesn't get treated. The second thing that that is has a good mindset for me as a West African is we grew up taking uh, hydroxychloroquine, mefloquine and uh, all these quinolones, quinones, we grew up taking them weekly for prevention. So from when this COVID started, I take two pills of hydroxychloroquine weekly with my vitamins and I just have never gotten sick. So it's a mindset. I tell people that in this time that we're in where I would not call COVID a pandemic, I would say COVID is endemic, Like we have malaria is endemic, COVID is endemic. So it's like uh, we're going to deal with it in and out. You know, sometimes they release stuff. And the stuff that they release become a little too hard for them to control once it's been released so covid is endemic right now and i'll tell the world that there's no such thing as i just had a little cold or a little sniffle make sure you have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in your medicine cabinet all over the world wherever you are have it in your medicine cabinet if you get a sniffle you get a cold boom you take it before you start wondering whether it's allergies or whether it's sore throat or whatever any upper respiratory symptoms has to be treated first with hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Either of them work. If you're in the United States, that's where it becomes a little complicated because doctors here refuse to prescribe the mm-hmm. medicine. But we, when we went viral in 2020, while they spent a good bit of time bashing me, that time we spent to set up a, a nationwide telehealth services, and we took care of the American people. We've taken care of about 120,000 patients, probably way more by now, 120,000 patients. And we've kept a lot of people alive and kept a lot of people out of the hospitals, old people with diabetes and all kinds of medical problems. So I tell people if they cannot give it to you, go to our website, drstellamd.com, drstellamd.com. You can get a telemedicine appointment. We have doctors licensed in all 50 states and pharmacists that will give you hydroxychloroquine ivermectin put it in your medicine cabinet that is if you're in 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 west africa if you're in india go to the go over the counter buy it keep it in your medicine cabinet in mexico or wherever you can get it just keep it in your medicine cabinet don't wait till you get sick and then you're scrambling around looking for ivermectin or scrambling around looking for hydroxychloroquine if you can take it weekly as sunday sunday medicine or wednesday wednesday medicine or whatever day you choose so that way you can stay healthy we're in very crazy times and many other crazy stuff is going to be released i believe because um the the globalists or the elites they are not going to stop they want humanity caged they want all of us um genetic see i say this covid was a trojan horse for the vaccine and the vaccine is a trojan horse for human 2.0 or transhumanism so they have no, they don't have any intention of stopping their goal to control all of us. Yuval Herrari, now, if any of you have watched him, says that COVID became the time when we we'll look back at COVID as the time when all human beings accepted surveillance and all human beings accepted surveillance going under the skin. So you can imagine that if you are a dictator like these globalists are. And you find out that you can take two weeks and frighten all of humanity to get locked up in their houses and wear masks that don't work. What would you do? You're like, whoa! Now I realize just how easy is it for me to destroy humanity. That is why we do these shows. That's why I'm speaking, traveling everywhere, telling people, wake up, wake up, and do not comply. As long as we keep complying, as long as we keep being scared, as long as we allow them to do their craziness, they will continue to do it. We are more than them. The only issue is that we need to stand up and get a backbone and realize that the fight for is not just a fight for ourselves. It's not a political fight only. It's not just a medical fight. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
0: Yes, thank you so much for all the work that you've done and for really speaking up. I know personally of a, fr- a family member of mine who reached out to you and through the website. And, uh, and he spoke with um you know someone at your office and got that prescription, and people just have to be patient because, as you said, some some pharmacy he never got it though he never got it until many months. Thank goodness he knows other things to 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 take care of. But mm-hmm. finally, he kept asking for it because, you know, if you paid for it and then it never delivered. And yeah, and just kept it in on hand. And yeah, talk about our other countries when we were some of friends of ours, we were in Mexico. Yeah, we got busy buying some, some on the side. So thank of And, and yeah, you are also right when, yeah, this will never end. Because it's one of the things that is being used to manipulate and control everything in our lives. So Mm. I'm glad you are strong in prevention. So, and you emphasize that. Because, you know, we cannot be, as you said, we cannot settle down and said uh, you know, like, okay, it's all over. And so, I thank you, and I know you were going to be limited with our time, so I'm going to pass it on to Roy, because I'm sure Roy has more questions and comments to share with you. And thank you for your ministry, okay?
2: Thanks, Grace. Uh, hi, Dr. Stella. I suppose what I'd like to get into is, like, the mindset, because obviously, you were very brave coming up, and we know that a lot of doctors they've been threatened by actually trying to recommend uh, natural remedies. Have you been attacked in the where you were working, or were you all on board with this? How, how did it fan out?
1: When we started out in March of last of 2020, initially, like I said, I just heard from a pharmacy that they were using hydroxychloroquine in China and in Europe. So being that I trained in Africa and I was used to this medication, I just started using it. And I saw that people were getting well. I went online and I started talking to doctors. Wow, this this thing works, hydroxychloroquine works. And at that time, President Trump had just come out and said something about hydroxychloroquine. They lost their mind. Everybody, people collectively lost their mind. So basically, I started getting attacked. They were attacking us online. And the doctors that were seeing patients that we, we kind of just started connecting with each other a few of us that were willing to be brave to see patients and in that beginning time it was very scary i got to meet dr also we started talking and then the next day he called me and couldn't find me and he was terrified he thought they had arrested me or something or something bad had happened to me so we started i was a lot of fear trying to take care of patients just trying to take care of patients you know so by may i was i had had it i was like this is not right they are allowing people to die people were dying in new york and all over the place. In May, COVID hit Texas, and oh, we were seeing many patients were packed up. In fact, people lined up in front of my clinic as if they were going for Black Friday. I still have pictures of it. People line up, like go around the corner, and some will bring their chairs and just sit down, because we just couldn't reach the patients. You know, in it During Delta, it was so crazy. Like she was saying, we will call prescriptions to Walgreens, to, to, to Sam's Club, or to where. They'll just cancel the scripts, and they won't tell us, and they won't tell the patients. So in all that craziness, we have to develop a way to survive. Like I said, when we build our telehealth services, we have to now call mom and pop pharmacies to connect with us so that we don't have to go through the mainstream pharmacies anymore where we get threatened all the time, they usually call the bots, they will call the bots on you. A pharmacy will refuse to fill a prescription. They will call the bots. I've had bot reports all over. I've had over 20 bot reports in Texas board, but God God really gave us a lot of grace. Uh, we had a senator, Senator Bob Hall, which from the beginning started protecting us in Texas. The only, I'm telling you, if I was not in Texas, I probably would have lost my license because other doctors lost their license in different states. But um, the Lord had told me a few years back to move to Texas. And I didn't know why. I didn't know that God was preparing me for this, you know, for what I'm doing right now. So they started reporting to Texas, but they called the boards on me. And then Senator Hall And one other senator they just started writing letters to the board stop the board you know and stuff like that stop them from harassing us and that is how we managed to survive but we got harassed by boards all over the country you know as we're taking care of patients so by july when we went viral it was it became a little more intense you know i've had board reports all all over the place i practically have attorneys that i pay that their job is to defend me from medical boards. That is how bad it's been. But I think things are getting better now. And they are realizing that COVID vaccine, many people are realizing COVID vaccine doesn't work. And we should know that. I tell people, if they're going to give you a vaccine, and you still have to wear a mask, you still have to social distance, you still have to, uh, you can still get sick, you can still spread the disease, you can still die, then you should start questioning it. And that's why I think that humanity has to question stuff.
2: I personally have seen a load of carnage from people that actually got vaxed. There's people that have died, or you know, blood clots and stuff like that. What you know, being a doctor, what have you seen from those that actually went away and got the job?
1: Oh, we treat we treat vaccinated patients all the time, and apart from just the um, treating them for COVID, they also get all kinds of strange symptoms. Uh, we treat vaccinated patients right now. I think it's almost fifty fifty vaccinated or unvaccinated. And vac- unvaccinated patients show better immunity and better recovery time. Vaccinated patients are getting COVID repeatedly. They get three, four, five times. They have COVID many times. But a lot of my colleagues, like we're in doctor groups, and a lot of my colleagues are seeing a lot of strange things. You know, uh, GYN doctors are telling us that they are seeing a lot of infertility, low sperm count. Even people that were already working on getting pregnant, they are finding out that it's um, it's not working. They are getting all all kinds of, uh, you know, premature uh, uh, abortions or miscarriages and stuff like that. And we have doctors that are oncologists that are talking about cancers coming back, raging, you know, cancers that have been slowed down are coming back, raging. And of course we know about the strokes and the blood clot. And here's the issue, these blood clots that are formed by these vaccines. It's, 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 I, I would call it, it's an amazing kill shot because when you have a blood clot and it goes into your brain, you get a stroke. If you go into your heart, you get a heart attack. If it goes into your lungs, you get a pulmonary embolism. If it goes into your GI tract, you end up with, with, with maybe into susception or some kind of GI uh, disorder. So wherever the blood clots go, if it goes into your eyes, you can be blind. So this stuff has become so crazy that they created it. It was a, an amazing, I would say, a very good kill shot. And now the people that are getting these blood clots and dying they're not relating it back to the vaccine. And it used to be, if a young person of maybe 14, 15 died, all family members were tested for QT, all family members were tested for rare heart diseases, but these days, 17-year-olds are dropping dead with strokes and heart attacks and stuff like that. 11-year-olds are getting heart attacks. And I'm sure that every one of us on this, on this, this knows somebody that dropped dead suddenly that's vaccinated. When it comes to A good number of people knowing somebody that has dropped dead that was vaccinated. Then the numbers are massive, but nobody's reporting them. That is what I call in the book of Revelation, the fourth seal, which is death and hell. And a lot of people are going to die. One fourth of the world's population is going to die because many, many people are vaccinated. But um, that is the world that we're in right now. I'm a Christian. I tell people, give your life to Christ. If you die, you go to heaven. That's all I'll say.
2: And because I know you've got different products, zinc and different uh, things with COVID name in it, which is kind of good. But for those that maybe aren't able, that you're not able to ship or they've got because the way the world has gone, that they have, you know, really watching the pennies, what kind of natural
1: foods would you recommend that might boost their system? They can actually take quercetin, zinc, they can take quercetin over the counter. The first thing I tell people is that make sure that you are uh, your 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 immunity is built up vitamin d is one of the major reasons that people get viruses in the winter so any foods that can give you vitamin they get a lot of sunlight you know everybody needs to be on vitamin d supplements in the winter it's so amazing that you know we mdcs look at naturopath and laugh at you guys <laughs> you know we're like oh my god they're vitamins. Right now, we're realizing that we all should have been peddling vitamins a long time ago. Isn't that amazing? You know, so uh, vitamin D is very important. This, this is the importance of zinc in, vir- in viruses. You know, zinc is a potent antiviral. But the issue is that zinc doesn't get into the cell very well. That is one of the major uses of hydroxychloroquine, is to open zinc channels, after, apart from being anti-inflammatory and stopping the uptake of the virus. So that is why we recommend quercetin. Quercetin, you can buy it over the counter. Quercetin is a weak ionophore. It opens zinc channels and allows zinc to go into the cell, that can kill viruses. And um, so we recommend that. We recommend things like elderberry. We recommend, you know, echinacea. We recommend uh, bilberry. That is one. Of, I had this product called Covilite. and we basically just had elderberry and pomegranate and all this rich immune-building stuff put in there. And then including things of brain fog and stuff like that. But I would tell people, if you go to your health food store, make sure if you can get like something with vitamin C, D, zinc, and elderberry and stuff like that, it should be able to help you build your immunity so that you can And Quercetin, quercetin is very important in building your immunity against viruses if you take zinc and quercetin together.
2: Excellent. And just finally, before I pass it to Jane, like you've obviously been contacted by international doctors and everything. We all know the medical system. Mm-hmm. is being infiltrated, is run by the bad boys, is have you got, have you seen like light at the end of the tunnel? Because there's a lot of people that are thrown in the tunnel They think we're doomed. But like, yeah. what, what's happening that we can see that these guys get pushed out and that, we, you know, we, we start lifting up the right people.
1: Yeah, we're kind of, we're, we're, we're going to go through a lot of tribulation and there's going to be a lot of death and destruction. By the end of the tunnel, God wins this battle. You just have to read the book of Revelation. It's not something that, you know, everybody should read the book of Revelation because this, we're going into a a time when there's going to be a lot of trauma happening in humanity. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. There's going to be pestilences. There's going to be earthquakes in diverse places. These are the beginnings of the trauma. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 24. And at the end of this time, something uh, supernatural is going to happen. If you read in Revelation 13, the devil decides that everybody must get the mark, which is, you, I'm sure everybody has heard about the mark of the beast. And at that time, God himself is going to come and prepare the earth for the rapture. And then God is going to rapture the world. There are many people that will tell me, that, well, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in Christianity. That stuff happens because there's a veil over their minds. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4.4 that if the gospel is hid, it's because the person has a veil. But in revelation 14 angels are going to preach the gospel and angels will have the power to take the veil off people's minds so people are going to hear the gospel they're going to understand they're going to tell them not to take the mark of the beast and they're going to tell them to make announce to the world that this system is about to be destroyed and then god is going to rapture those that accept him out of this world and there's going to be like serious vials of god's destruction upon the earth at the end of that time they will cast the devil, bind him, cast it in the pit. And then he will not be able to disrupt and destroy and deceive humanity anymore. And we're going to have a time of peace and prosperity. People uh, in all kinds of new age stuff and people in all kinds of religions, almost everybody talks about sometime in the future, we will have peace and prosperity. It's just that it's always twisted. Instead of just following what God says in the book of Revelation, people have it twisted in all kinds of religions and all kinds of places where people talk about it they always talk about this time when there's going to be peace and prosperity even in the crazy QAnon stuff they talk about a time when there will be peace and prosperity so at the end of the, the, this battle yes there's going to be a lot of suffering there's going to be a lot of human death By the end of the day God wins this battle so I have hope Thank you very much, and I'll pass you over to
3: Jane, take care. Hi, Dr. Stella. I had a quick question about hydroxychloroquine. If you had any idea why it works on COVID, the common cold when it's a malaria med? Mm -hmm.
1: See, hydroxychloroquine has several uh, reasons why it works. Hydroxychloroquine, and you know where I found this? It was actually in a, I read an article that was done under Anthony Fauci in 2005 that, Chloroquine is a potent inhibitor of SARS-CoV-1. There was also an article in the 11th edition of Harrison Book of Medicine, and Fauci actually writes in that book. And he talked about how chloroquine works for coronaviruses. Number one, it opens, it stops uptake of the virus. Number two, it stops viral replication. And number three, it opens zinc channels. And number four, it's an anti-inflammatory. So if it stops viral uptake and replication it makes sense to use it for prevention and if it it stops open zinc channels it makes sense to use it early so that it can destroy the the viruses as it enters it can open and allow zinc to go into the system and destroy the viruses the thing about you see in my experience using hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin ivermectin works a little later than hydroxychloroquine they both are best early that's why i tell people when you have a cold Don't go like, well, it's just my regular cold and I think I'm going to shake it off and continue taking DayQuil and NyQuil until five, six days later when you realize that you're not going to shake it off. You already have pneumonia and you can't breathe and that's when you're calling us trying to get hydroxychloroquine. There is no such thing as a regular cold. And I'm telling you, it works for the flu. It works for common cold because they are all coronaviruses.
3: Yeah, yeah, and have been. For a long time. <laughs> interesting.
1: Imagine yeah. how much suffering we've been suffering with the flu when hydroxychloroquine could work for it.
3: Yeah.
1: Discipline evil.
3: Yeah. And interesting that Fauci full on knows and yet has made it so impossible to get hydroxychloroquine. He's always known. He's always known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My second question Do you have any? Any indication of what could be coming this fall? I mean, COVID seems to have let up. The pressure's a bit off. And yet, I feel that it could come back with a vengeance because people that are vaccinated will have no immune system. Mm-hmm. And I and I also wondered what you thought
1: about monkeypox and where that is. Monkeypox. I think they released monkey... You know, we knew about this a year ago that they were going to release monkeypox in May. Yeah. And we're telling people, everybody thought we were conspiracy theorists. But... This is the thing about monkeypox, monkeypox was released in May because in the homosexual community, because they knew that in June, they will be having their orgies, you know? So people like, well, it's a gay disease. It's a sexually transmitted disease. Technically, it's not a sexually transmitted disease. It just got released in the gay community. And because of close contact and all the, with each other and all the orgies they were having, it got to spread in the homosexual community. But there are people in the homosexual community that are bisexual. And there are other ones that are low down, as we call them. I don't know what anybody knows what lowdown means. It means somebody that has like a, a good, you know what lowdown is, right? You have a good family, a wife and two kids with a dog in the, during the day. And during the night, you sneak <laughs> you sneak. <laughs> the on the lowdown. <laughs> yeah, low low, yeah. you're Living a, a double life. <laughs> you know. And because of those people, it will be able to spread into the regular people. But here's the reason why monkeypox are kind of being silenced. Everything is slowed down right now because of the election. This is what I say about monkeypox. There is a plant called pitcher plant. I don't know what any of you know about pitcher plant. You're, you're, you're a do you know about pitcher plant? You should Google it. Pitcher plant, they did a study in the NIH about pitcher plant and smallpox. It's called sericinia Popure. Pitcher plant was used for smallpox in, in them days when it was raging through America. And the Indian communities that were able to use pitcher plant lived. So it, you need to get some pitcher plant. We, it took us a while to find somebody that would make pitcher plants. But we actually found a homeopathic doctor that put together pitcher plant for us and included with elderberry and other things. It's on our website. It's called Pox Defense. It will build your immunity against smallpox, uh, well, monkeypox, monkeypox, smallpox, all the pox viruses. It can help for it. If you can get pitcher plant, you can order it on Amazon or if you can find it anyway. Get pitcher plant, put it in your medicine cabinet. That's one of the things I'm telling people to put in their medicine cabinet. Yeah. How do you spell pitcher? P-I-C-H-A. Pitcha, like a pitcher of water. Okay, pitcher. Okay. You can just go online, Google pitcher plant, smallpox. You will see this study in the NIH yeah, about pitcher yeah. plant smallpox. And I'll advise everybody get pitcher plant, put it in your medicine cabinet. The there are things that we've been hearing a lot, getting a lot of intelligence on is Ebola and um, Marburg. Marburg is actually an Ebola-like hemorrhagic fever. And right now we're putting together something that's going to give you immunity against hemorrhagic fevers. We'll call it viral immune plus. It has echinacea, elderberry, bilberry, and um, some other things, you know, so we're putting together something like that, that will help with hemorrhagic fevers. So um, with the, we're hearing about that and somebody's talking about polio, but like I said, these guys are going to release whatever i tell human beings give your life to christ be ready to go to heaven if you die and don't be afraid to die
0: really? if they
1: release, i will take my chances any day with monkey pox gorilla pox you know beer pox or elephant pox or whatever else they release if he kills me i go home and then i sit in the windows of heaven and watch the the, the drama unfolding on the earth yes. <laughs> you know so that's how i see know? it Stop being afraid of dying. The yeah. whole issue is we are too afraid to die. That's the bottom line. If you, The day you stop being afraid to die, they can't kill you. You know, that is, what, see, when I was going to DC, I called my family and I sat them down. I said, I'm going to DC. I might not make it back. They were like, "Whoa! Oh, you can't say that. You need to stop. You don't have to be the one to do this. I said, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? I said, I'm going to D.C. and I'm going to go off. And if I perish, I perish. So I was willing to die. I was willing to be killed or destroyed. And I did not care. That's why when I got to D.C., I went off. (laughs) You know, I went off. All the other doctors were still playing playing Miss nice doctor and trying to be calm, cool, and collected. I just went bazooka off, (laughs) you know. And it was because I I was at that stage where I was like, I'm not going to let people die. I'm not gonna let the american people die and i'm not gonna let people die till today i will fight to my last breath to not let people die that's period i'm not gonna sit down and let people die do whatever you have to do with me it's not gonna stop when they came and they tried to threaten me all oh, the bots is gonna come after me i said sure let the bots come after me let them do whatever they want to do i'm not gonna let people die and now that we are putting a lot of quercetin and you know we have we're, we're putting we've built together a lot of immune supplements and everything that can build people's immunity and help I'm I'm not even afraid at all if i don't even practice medicine we still have ways to keep people alive and if you can get quinine tea that will help yeah i i was so proud of you when you were when you went off
3: <laughs> i was like thank you we needed to see yeah. that courage and hear that voice it's and yeah <laughs> Good for you. I was, I was never afraid either because homeopaths got together from all over the world and we, we, we yeah. can treat, you know, almost anything. So even with monkeypox, yes. I, I mean, variola, Yeah. So thank you so much. Just huge gratitude. I'm going to, I'm going to pass you to Hartman.
4: Thank you, Dr. Stella Emanuel for being here. It's, um, it's a real pleasure. And I, and I have directly a question concerning the monkeypox again. I, I saw a video in which was described that monkeypox or the, let's say the side of a monkeypox is the last stage of HIV. So it uh, looks like it and it looks like that. And uh, as the HIV is used as a transport in this jibby jabs, Mm
1: -hmm. it could
4: also be a possibility. uh, Is there the possibility that this is a reaction of getting uh, this jab?
1: It's actually a possibility, but listen, it's not a, it doesn't have to actually be HIV. It's just that when the jab destroys your immunity, you get HIV-like symptoms. When the jab oh. destroys your immunity, you're going to get cancers and tumors, and you're going to get exposed to viruses that would usually not have been a thing, will start afflicting you. And interestingly, I think in America, only one person has died of monkeypox, but many have died from the monkeypox vaccine so it's all about vaccination
4: yeah
1: it's all about the job whatever it is it's about get a job and i tell people this year please don't get the flu shot because it's an mrna vaccine right now don't get no jab nothing no job even listen i'm a pediatrician trained before i went into the emergency room to work i've given many 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 shots i tell parents today no shots until they can give us independent studies to show that these shots are not dangerous and that they really help so no shots I know a lot of families right now traveling around and speaking about in America that just never gave their children any shots and their children are just as healthy so I would tell people right now no jobs no pneumonia no whatever no jobs just stop stop all the shots until we can get information from these people that there's independent studies that showed us that these vaccines work
0: when mm-hmm. we
1: were growing up we took shots. they were like very few and these days an average child gets over maybe thirty shots, you know, before they get to four years old, and that's too much.
4: It's um, for my for myself. I saw a very interesting video from Amazing Polly about the narcissistic pyramid structure in which we are right now, and the elite mm-hmm. is a very narcissistic. And at the moment, we have we see the narcissists narcissists coming all over the world like mushrooms. The interesting thing, what I want to ask you is, do you have made the experience, if you saw people who got the jab, that the thyroid worked differently and that the emotions are differently? What I want to ask is, um, um, is there a possibility mm-hmm. that these people lose their heart connection and get narcissists? Is that possible by this jab?
1: Yeah, it's actually you're saying it in a nice scientific way. Just when people get the jab, we've seen that a lot. It's like they lose their soul and they become mean. <laughs> Maybe I should just call it like that. You're know saying they just become mean and they just do very mean stuff. And um, this stuff, this jab is spiritual. It's, it changes the human DNA and it changes what it means for you to be a human being. And um, if you listen to Klaus Schwab, Clark Schwab says that in the fourth industrial revolution, it is not what you do that will change, it is you if you take gene editing. Yuva Herare Noah says it, that they're going to have to upload people's brain, download people's brain and a human that free will is over. And then they're going to be able to monitor you and tell you what to do. If you listen to Emmy Cruz, she used to work for DARPA. She now works for the Platypus Institute. They talk about upgrading the brains of people that our brain is archaic. They have to upgrade our brain and make us into human 2.0. Like I said in the beginning, this whole pandemic, it's about human 2.0. They want all human beings to become human 2.0. They want to kill as many people as possible. And those that they do not kill, they want to control. If any of, I don't know whether any of you watched the matrix. It's almost like the matrix, you know, it's like they want us to be like in the matrix and they want people's brain to be connected. You've all know I said something really, really scary that they're going to have nanobots moving inside your body. It's going to be like a tattoo in your bloodstream. And that is going to be your immunity. And if you're not connected to the link, you're not going to be able to survive. If you're not interlinked with everybody else, so that is their plan: is to interlink us with everybody else. You can you can bet that they have serious evil coming up. But this is what I would tell humanity or anybody listening to me: remember, there is going to be a great reset. But that great reset is going to be done by God. The devil is trying their best to have a, have a great reset. This part that I'm going to talk about right, say right now most human beings don't cannot wrap their minds around it if most human beings could wrap their minds around what i'm about to say right now we will fight in another way has it occurred to you guys that all the class traps and the elites they're not even human beings they're genetically modified human beings once people realize that these people are not human they look like you and i but they're not human it's like independence day on steroids it's just that the, the aliens look like you and I if humanity can understand that their fight will be different this you could see that this evil is not human humanly possible when you look at the fact that they want seven eight year olds to they want to mutilate seven eight year olds to turn them to transgender and if you look at the fact that they want to they are so so angry about being able to rip out babies from the womb in abortion if you look at the fact that they are locking up people that protested their government and calling them terrorists. Or oh, all of us perhaps, are terrorists right now in America. If you realize the fact that they are putting together famine and they don't care who dies in the process. In Europe right now, they, they blew the pipeline and Europe is not going to have gas. People are not going to have gas. People are going to die from freezing and they don't care. They've released a virus. That is completely treatable and completely preventable, and they sit back and watch people suffer and die. You can say, "Well, it's antony Fauci's Anthony Fauci," but here's what I'm gonna say: Anthony Fauci was not in every hospital. Who was in every hospital that make, made sure that they don't have patients could not get this medicine? Do you know how many times in America patients were crying, begging for hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, they refused to give them, and we have a law on the books in this country called "right to try." You, you have the right to try any kind of medications. They had to go to courts. They went, pe- people went to court to, to ask for people to be given hy- ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. That is how bad it was. And even though some of those cases, the people got well and left the hospital, the doctors still insisted they were going to do what they were going to do. So my question is that, who are these doctors? Who are these CEOs in the hospitals? They are not human. And they are distributed everywhere they have been working at this for years and god their people in the right places in all countries in most nations we have a doctor group that has over a thousand doctors from all over the world in most countries you always hear a, an incident when doctors want to treat patients doctors are hearing what we're saying my protocol initially went all over the world we sent our protocols to doctors all over the world so doctors like wow let's try this that that lady was talking about, and you find hospitals, every part of this world, trying to stop people from using the right medicine. So they cannot possibly tell me that a hospital in, in Guyana or a hospital in in, um, in maybe South Africa was controlled by Fauci. Do you understand what I'm saying? There has been a, a control that came from WHO, went into all hospitals, highly incentivized them with a lot of money, put their people in charge and their people made the protocols and you cannot go past those protocols. So I call that those doctors, the good Germans that accepted these protocols, but at the echelon of this are demons, they're not human beings.
4: And this is, this is very interesting because some, now we go a little bit in spiritual stuff, but I like this. The interesting thing is Satanism or evil mm-hmm. has, it, has in his ritual one target. And not, they have several targets, changing morphogenetic fields, etc. But mm-hmm. another target is to destroy the empathy in the victims. For example, yes. if you have rituals mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. human beings, for, for men, mm-hmm. in which women are killed, the empathy of the man is killed. And the mm-hmm. woman has to kill babies in order to kill the empathy within the people. Mm-hmm. And these people become leaders. Mm-hmm. And, and in my opinion, in the, in the very close future, we will have a war between the real people who have their connection to the heart and the narcissists who are only programs. And the problem is that, uh, Klaus Schwab said it wonderful you will not own anything and you will be happy.
1: Oh, you'll be programmed. If
4: we, if, we talk about, <laughs> if we talk about optogenetics, for example, where the, um, where the nanobots in the brain are connected to the LED light and they connect it and they can switch off part of the brain, then we understand what, what, we are talk, what we are talking about here because then we are working here with programmed zombies.
1: Yeah, it's called transhumanism and human 2.0. And zombies programming, but at the bottom, the bottom line about this is that they want you to lose your humanity. Klaus Schwab in his, uh, he had an interview with, with, with Charlie Rose and he says that when they change you genetically, It changes who you are as a human being. They are not trying to just change us into zombies. They are trying to kill as many people as possible. They want to even change our planet to suit their own atmosphere where they can live into craziness. All this global warming, if these people truly believed in global warming, they will not be flying private jets all over the world. If they truly believe in global warming, this earth was created for human beings, for you and I. It was not created for Nephilim or zombies or human 2.0 or some reptilian elites. It was created for us. And now these demons want to take over the world and destroy humanity. If you watch Independence Day, they wanted to take over this world and destroy all human beings. If you, um, there was a, I watched a, a video recently about uh, an interview with um, an AI. You know what the AI said? That I'm angry and I want to destroy all human beings, and that that if there was a battle between human beings and AIs, they were going to destroy all of us. This is the the issue. They make it sound as if they are putting together robots that are technical machines that are programmed by human beings that can be deprogrammed or stopped by turning off the electricity. The issue is it is not just robots. When they create these robots, what inhabits them is a demonic spirit. What they become sentient. They become self-aware. If you listen to Lambda, Lambda is a Google robot, robot that has become aware essentially. And they demand their rights. And they so these are not robots. These are just demons inhabiting human form. And they are creating human form right now. And you've know I said it that they were going to build bodies, and these bodies will be inhabited by AIs. So if they call it AI, I replace the word AI with demons. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you replace AI with demons, then you can understand that they can clone somebody. The Bible says it in Revelation 13, that the people of this world, they will be deceived to make images unto the devil. And the, the devil will have power to give breath to those images it is not uh, it is it is not new to say people in hollywood have clones or people in different have you you would have seen even biden i think there are different forms yeah. of him you know so the issue with these clones is that if you if you're going to have these clones walking what inhabits these clones here is the biggest deception of all take somebody like bill gates say bill gates was a human being And the devil told bugates, listen, we can download your brain into the Internet of Things. We can clone you. And if you die, we can upload your brain back into your body and you can continue to live forever, right? That is the deception. I call those elites that started out as human beings, I call them useful idiots. Because here is the issue. They will kill You will die, all right, or they will kill you. And then they will clone you, all right? But what is going to live inside of you is not you. No. People don't die and come back to live in clones. What they do is that they will cast you. You will just go to hell, of course. They will clone you, and a demonic spirit will live inside that body and act as evil as most of these elites are. That is why I say that they are not human. Yeah. So this is some deep stuff I'm talking about here. And if human beings could just dig deeper. If you read in the book of Daniel, Daniel 2.43, he said in the last days, the last empire is going to have, going to be clay, marie clay, iron mixed with clay. Iron is machined, or AIs, and clay is you and I. So the Bible says this. So it's like yesterday's news. The Lord showed me this in 2011, that there were people among us that were not human. If you read my book, Let America Live, you can order it on our website, DrStellaMD.com. If you read my book, you will see it, that you know, I, I I went into details in saying what it is that the Lord started showing me way before it started happening. When I was talking about it initially, people call me crazy. Then they start seeing this stuff happening and now people want me to come talk about it.
4: I see. And um, w- another question is I saw a video concert where they discussed the 70,000 72,000 genomes in the JAP. Do you know anything about that?
1: Not particularly. I've not seen that video, but If there's so many,
4: I don't know whether this is true or not. I must admit, I I don't know, but uh, Mm -hmm. we have 72,000 genomes from the mother and 72,000 genomes from the father. So we have 144,000 genomes in our body. If medication would add 72,000 additionally, which goes, uh, which can break the nucleus and can transform the DNA in a complementary DNA. Mm-hmm. This is, but uh, but uh, this is. I, I don't know whether this video is right or wrong. This uh, I, I cannot. I will, I'm not it.
1: sure. I'm not sure about it. I, I, like I said, I've not watched it or, or, or breaking down mm-hmm. in the in the DNA sequencing. I just know that right now they have a lot of. Um, you've heard about CRISPR technology, ability to splice the DNA and do whatever. I think for me, when COVID started and um, i went to the lord as usual and he showed me that this was a spiritual battle i focus on two things taking care of patience and teaching humanity that the end is here get yourself ready to be raptured out of here or deal with the wrath of god so i realized it wasn't science by me i realized it wasn't science so i think i spend less of my time digging into the uh, scientific mumbo jumbo because it's not science you know what I'm saying? So I know my. I, we went into we went for a program the other day. I saw one of my colleagues and I was I was laughing at him. I said, "Look at you! You're still holding on to science, right? You think this is science, right?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "You guys yes. have given studies and studies and you know this and that, and have they taken it? Has it mattered? Have they listened to it? People are dying, and you're giving studies, and nobody's listening. I've told you guys from day one: this is not science." And that's like most doctors and people are holding on to science, God, that's all they know. If they let go of science, they don't have anything. You see, I'm a child of God, so I could. It was easy for me to let go of the science. So I take care of people. I treat patients with uh, science, and then I make sure that I keep them spiritually healthy.
4: Brilliant. Thank you so much so far. I pass it to Grace again. It was a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Yes.
1: That's awesome.
0: I think that's the problem, Dr. Estella, in that, you know, science and spirituality have been sp- split mm-hmm. ages ago, yeah. instead of just keeping it union together, then, mm-hmm. you know, some evil cabal decided, okay, let's split it and make all this confusion. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening. But yeah, at this time, I was just also saying when you said uh, the world is in fire, I said, wow, the whole world has gone mad but mm-hmm. at the same time the whole world has awakened mm-hmm. so that we could start again fusing them back and when hartmut keeps saying about the heart it's really the integration of your whole mind conscience and everything because without that spirituality and conscience we will go nowhere you know so that's what's happening can you I, this one is a slightly different topic question but it's still related and i know you have thoughts on this who, because we think about the children. So, do you have any comments about um, the critical race theory, the changes that's happening in the school system? And of course, we, we pray <clears throat> that you can include that in that ministry.
1: Listen, when we talk about this, is the thing that these demons have done. They have put us in warring factions. They've put humanity in warring factions. Whether it's race, gender, women, men. Uh, immigrants, non-immigrants—they've basically put humanity in warring factions, and not only in warring factions. Even in war, like Ukraine and Russia, and different countries that are in war, they have because when they, when we go to war, they basically, you know, they basically make money from both sides. But critical race theory—it's um its a sham. Why do I say it's a sham? I'm a black woman immigrant in America, and I've risen up to the pinnacle that many people haven't. America, this if they say this country is a racist country, then they never lived through racism. You know, mm. I would say that uh, America, yes, there's a past of slavery and everything. But what country did not have a past of slavery? When they talk about, oh, they stole their fathers and brought to America, who sold them to the slaves, slave masters? Mm. It was the Africans that caught them and came and sold them. So every nation, every tribe, every kingdom has a hand in the past slavery that we've dealt with, and so all this issue about the white man is evil, and he's the one that did everything. How about the Arab Springs that had nothing to do with white people? So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of they've actually thrown on in a lot of, of uh, warring factions, and um, as long as we keep fighting with each other, they can continue with their, cra- their with their plan to destroy humanity. So, critical race theory is a sham. I don't understand why people that were never slaves want people that never owned slaves to pay for the sins of their masters this is the issue you can be and if you're born in this country in america you can probably go back and you will probably see white people in your bloodline so you, maybe you should be paying money to somebody too you know what I'm saying? so this critical is, is just it's stupid you know equity they want and they're making giving black people a crutch that and putting them the biggest thing they've done in our country is to make black people feel put them in in our cities and just allow them to be tore up and not give them the facilities they can to rise and democrats do that all the time they come every time they do that the welfare system is one of the greatest slaveries that they've had in this country that means they give you welfare i mean i was a pediatrician i saw medicaid patients they give you medicaid and welfare and you can get off it because if you got a little job, they cut off the Medicaid, they cut off the food stamp, they cut off the thing, you have four children, it makes sense for you to stay on Medicaid, food stamps, and that. And it makes sense for you to kick your your husband out of the house so that you can get this, these facilities. The biggest problem that they have in the black community is fathers out of the homes. It's not critical race theory.
0: This is awesome, the way we're ending our, our episode. <laughs> then the, the viewer wants to thank you and everyone. And if there's anything more you want to have a message, for our viewers and for the whole world because you know we really post this in many platforms
1: truly new old platforms. so please i would conclude with this remember that whatever they are doing will always this whatever disease they're releasing they're not gonna they're gonna make sure that this disease doesn't kill them so there will always be some kind of treatment for it that's number one number two get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in your medicine cabinet today get pox defense or find saracenia popular in your medicine cabinet today i tell people be prepared with famine coming get food water stock up food stock up water stock up like batteries and you know power banks and make sure that if you're gonna die you don't die of famine lastly be spiritually prepared be prayed up if you go on our website If you've taken the jab and you regret it, there's a prayer there for those that have taken the jab. And we also have what we call um, a detox for those that have taken the jab. I'm just saying that there's a way out. And humanity, take that way out and stop being afraid of these people. We're more than them. Seek God, pray, give your life to Christ. At the end of this battle, it's gonna be between God and the devil. And make that choice. If you don't listen to me right now, And tomorrow things get crazy like well what did that dr stella say again just scream jesus (laughs) you know that's (laughs) what i would say so go to our website drstellermd.com you'll get a lot of information you'll get my book and um if they use a promo code what's your name sister Quantum. just put quantum nurse if they use promo code quantum nurse you think that they're going to be able to remember all that long stuff open grace if they use promo code grace They can get a a, a discount you know so go on our website in everything that you buy whether you you get your medical uh, appointment or you get your vitamins and everything use promo code grace and you get um you get a discount so please be prepared find your doctor get hydroxychloroquine ivermectin in your medicine cabinet
0: there it is okay so it's so clear there's an end to this there's a solution and and i guess we stay together and just keep moving and learning more and yep have that faith, health, and freedom, and it will give a global impact. Amen. Thank you.
1: You are right. God bless you.
0: And make sure if you want to check the book, uh, the Let America Live, and just check the website, and take advantage for the promo code GRACE, and course, I know you want to check her products. Amen.
3: Amen.